This insert is brought to you by Radio K Pulpit 7 to 9 a.m. Please visit kpulpit.co.za. Christian perspective on the news does not necessarily reflect the opinions of Radio K Pulpit or the on air presenter, but is the independent viewpoint of the individual contributor. Please send an email to info at kpulpit.co.za should you have any further inquiries. Christian Perspective on the News. 7.30 and usually we have with Dr. Peter Hammond. He's out on the field and so this morning we get to spend a good few minutes with Hunter Combs. He's a missionary at Frontline Fellowship. Good morning, Hunter. Always good connecting. Trust you well. Good morning. Yeah, doing well over here. It's great to be on again. Yeah, good to have you. So uh, share with us this morning. I know we, we're heading off to talk court cases. That's right. So in today's day, we actually this week, we face an issue of paramount significance. Uh, this is one of the biggest issues that has happened in the U.S. judicial system in the past 50 years. And of course, I'm talking about the possible overturning of Roe v. Wade in the U.S. Supreme Court. This was a 1973 court case that basically set a precedent that said, okay, due to this court case, now abortion is going to become legalized on a federal level, when in fact the states actually had many laws in place in many of the states that legal or made abortion illegal. Uh, more than 60 million babies have been legally aborted in the U.S. since 1973. And just to give some statistics from the past couple of years or past four years, in 2020, 908,000 babies were killed in the United States. Wow. And to put that in perspective, the Cape Town Arena that was built for the 2010 uh, World Cup houses 55,000 people. So imagine 16 and a half of those stadiums Whoa. filled with every seat with a dead unborn baby. And that's what how many babies were killed in 2020 alone in the United States. And But to put 60 million in perspective, this is the entirety uh, documented on record that have been killed in the United States since 1973. The population of South Africa is 59.3 million. So that's over the entire population of South Africa that could be represented by a dead unborn child. So we're talking about an entire country of people that's been missing due to abortion just in one country, the United States, since 1973. So this is a huge issue. I mean, this isn't a small little issue of a couple babies here or there, or random cases of maybe in the case of rape or incest or some other um, sort of fringe issues. This is a, a mass-scale genocide, if you will, happening of our next generation. But on Monday of this week, the news site Politico published a leaked document of the U.S. Supreme Court of the United States that argues for the overturning of Roe v. Wade in another court case, Planned Parenthood versus Casey. It was in 1992. Hmm. And this is what the document states. It says, It is time to heed the Constitution and return the issue of abortion to the people's elected representatives. This is what the Constitution and the rule of law demand. So basically, each individual state is meant to have sovereignty and authority to basically create their own laws to say whether they want to legalize uh, marijuana, whether they want to legalize same-sex marriage. And in, case, in fact, you can go to different states and they have different laws on these issues. And so it's saying we should return the sovereignty back to the states, which is what the U.S. Constitution says they have in the first place. But rather, the strange thing is that the Supreme Court is just meant to interpret law. Uh, it's meant to uphold the Constitution. It's not meant to create legislative power. And this one case of uh, Roe v. Wade created a precedent that almost became legislation. But 
The Supreme Court doesn't have that authority. So they're basically saying we're rolling back the authority. Uh, this never belonged in the hands of the court anyways. This mm-hmm. belongs on the state level. And this is what um, Ben Shapiro says, which obviously many people have different opinions about Ben Shapiro, but this is his uh, take on the situation. He says the draft opinion, which is almost certainly authentic, in fact, the court has come out and said this is an authentic document, it would amount to the reversal of all abortion laws to the state level where it originally resided. And the document concludes saying this, so this is actually from the Supreme Court's document. Abortion presents a profound moral question. The Constitution does not prohibit the citizens of each state from regulating or prohibiting abortion. Roe and Casey, these are two two different cases, arrogated that authority. We now overrule those decisions and return that authority to the people and their elected representatives. So in effect, it puts the the power back into the hands of the people. And right now in the United States, it's estimated that 26 of the 50 United States would actually almost immediately make abortion illegal. Mm. There's that legislative power in place in their con- the state constitutions and legislation that would actually instantly make more than half of the United States uh, abortion be illegal. <laughs> so obviously this has created a huge uproar of the pro-choice uh, crowd saying, no, no, we need to push back against this. And there have been protests that have been happening uh, throughout this week uh, outside the Supreme Court. And in fact, they've had to build fences around the Supreme Court wow. to sort of Keep keep the keep the justices safe uh, due to this um, this uproar, if you will. <clears throat> um, so this this ruling, as we said, takes the authority away from the court and puts it back in the hands of the people. And this reminds me of Psalm 89, which talks about the foundation of God's throne. It says, "Righteousness and justice are the foundation of your throne. Steadfast love and faithfulness go before you." And as Isaiah 42, 1 Speaking of the Messiah, says it says, Behold my servant, whom I uphold, my chosen, and whom my soul delights. I have put my spirit within him. He will bring forth justice to the nations. He will not go, grow faint or be discouraged till he has established his law on the earth, and the coastlands wait for his law. As the gospel goes forth, justice goes forth to the nations. As Christians begin to influence politics, the justice of Christ actually impacts these nations. And so what a praise it is, what an answer to prayer it is, that this is actually finally coming to a point where it could potentially be overturned. Mm. But a bigger issue is at stake here, and that's that this information was actually leaked. That's a huge no-no when it comes to the Supreme Court. And this is actually what the Supreme Court uh, blog says. It says, uh, it's impossible to overstate the earthquake that this will cause inside the court. In terms of the destruction of trust among the justices and staff, the leak of this, sorry, this leak is the gravest, most unforgivable sin. (laughs) Basically, the fact that this information got out undermines all trust within the Supreme Court, that this information should never get out. This is actually, it's unprecedented. But the reason for it, as many have said, is it's probably actually because it's just a draft at this point. And so those liberal justices and those within the Supreme Court or on the staff in the Supreme Court who are on the liberal side are saying, whoa, this, this is actually going to push back. We're not going to have any more rights here. Uh, and so they leaked this information to put pressure on the justices to change their verdict. Uh, and it's undoubtedly, undoubtedly released for that very purpose. Um, and so it's, it's quite an quite a insane thing that this has even taken place. It should never, this information never should have gotten out. But when we think about... Uh, the abortion issue, it really comes down to what are we talking about in abortion? And abortion is quite simply the taking of innocent human life. And the arguments given for abortion are very, very weak. It's 
Well, you can kill the baby because of its size. It's a tiny unborn baby or its level of development. Uh, it barely has any brain activity or its environment or, well, its degree of dependency is dependent on the mother. Well, if you apply these same arguments to a six-month-old or a one-year-old, you couldn't kill a six-month-old for the same reasons. You couldn't kill a six-month-old because, oh, it was the result of a, of a rape. No, it's, these same arguments cannot hold weight when you actually apply it consistently. And unfortunately, this same argumentation is used to basically kill off and genocide our next generation. And as Genesis 9, 6 states, it says, whoever sheds the blood of man, by man shall his blood be shed. And so there should be a dignity, a protection of human life. And so what some states are doing, even Louisiana is about to pass a law saying, or a bill that says we're going to criminalize abortion as murder. And so obviously this has put a lot of um, pressure on, <laughs> on the pro-choice uh, point or view in the states. But as Psalm 139 states, the dignity of unborn humans from the moment of conception, it says, for you formed my inward parts. You knitted me together in my mother's womb. I praise you, for I am fearfully and wonderfully made. Wonderful are your works. My soul knows it very well. We should celebrate this huge victory for the pro-life cause and likewise fight in this country for the issue of human rights of the unborn. Every unborn baby has the right to life. No one has the right to take a person's life away without serious legal ramifications. This insert was brought to you by Radio K Pulpit, 7 to 9 a.m. Please visit kpulpit.co.za.